Alright guys, y'all ready? Ready. Ooh. I'm Lex, here with Jay Like the Stone and Coach K. And we are Alive Today. today. I don't know about tomorrow though. I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. Alright, ready? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another special edition of Alive, uh, Alive Today. Um, we have special guests in the building. But before we get to them, we got... Jade Like the Stone. And Alex. All right. And we have our Pillow Talk, ladies of Pillow Talk in here today. We're going to introduce you guys. Go My ahead. name is Danielle Perez. All right, Danielle Perez. And I'm Claudine Dory. Claudine Dory. Claudine Dory. I'm, I'm gonna mess it's that smooth. up. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like a one. You see the movie Claudine? Yes. Right there. But I feel like it's like a tongue twister, but it does just go Dory. like one long name. Dory. Claudine Dory. Dory. It's like a, but it's like a poetic, like Claudine Dory. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. It's like a wine. It's, like, it is French. I am Haitian. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. We, I think yeah. we did okay. on that before. Haitian blood. Haitian blood. Yes, sir. Bahamian blood. Oh, I said, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's ridiculous. But we met the Pillow Talk ladies at a community health fair. Yes. Um, at Cutler Manor Apartments. Yes, yes sir. Okay. okay. So the could not make you couldn't event, make that. that, event. that yes. yes. So that's right. where they've been. They had their table and set up and. Mm -hmm. It was like only us, so She's like, mm -hmm. right. <laughs> it was only us, so they was like, okay, so what y'all do? And it was like, what y'all do? Like y'all got you first. Y'all go. Y'all got the whole setup. So, um, go ahead and introduce and just plug y'all. Like, what is Pillow Talk? How do y'all meet? Go from there. Go. Whenever y'all want to go, just go there. Looking like first. You girl, you okay, girl. so let's let's first talk about how we met, and there then it go. can help us right. grow into how Pillow Talks came about. Gotcha. Okay, so Dory and I uh, work at Somerset um, High School, okay. mm -hmm. um, Middle High, excuse me. And uh, we first started. I got hired first. She got hired second. We started the same year in our positions as counselors. And uh, we saw a high need as we started working together that there needs to be some mentorship with these young ladies at these schools. They yes. were so confused about mm -hmm. a lot of things mm -hmm. that are going on in our world today. Mm -hmm. um, so we were just sitting down and after having a session, I had a session with one of my seniors mm -hmm. um, about boys, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I yeah. said, girl, did you hear what she said? <laughs> Can you believe that? So and I we, walked over being nosy. Yeah, she walked over and she was like, listen, we need to get this program going. Because we mm -hmm. had been talking about having some type of program down in our homestead area, homestead mm -hmm. Florida City mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. And um, we just, we realized that there was a need for this and we went and said, let's do it. Right. So I found my resources, tried to find locations for um, meetings and we got our, our name, Pillow Talks, just came from the fact of having some type of um, metaphor to say that young ladies um, go to bed at night with right. all these thoughts and these emotions. Mm -hmm. And our pillow is used to house all of those questions wow. and things and awesome. you know of that nature. So we just said, look, we're going to call it Pillow Talks because if mm -hmm. our pillow could really talk every day, what, right. would, it say? what would it say? Right. What would it tell us? Wow. What yeah. are some things that it would tell you about yourself. So what we really do is go in depth and talk about our different principles. What are our principles? So we focus on four pillars, yes. which are mental health, for, mm -hmm. first and foremost. Um, 
relationship, leadership, and the last pillar is relationships. We said relationships. We said relationships. Mm-hmm. Mental yeah. health, relationship, leadership, and that's three. It's one, one, it's one oh more. <laughs> this pillow need to start. This one the tip of her tongue. Self image. Self image. Yes. Self image. So with those four pillars, um, awesome. we do twelve week sessions. Um, okay. And the twelve week sessions focuses on the pillars little by little. So maybe the first two sessions mm-hmm. is self image. We actually always start off with self image and we just yes. forgot that one. Yeah. Um so we start off with self image and then from self image we go into mental health and mm-hmm. then mental health we go into relationship mm-hmm. and leadership skills. And leadership skills um is tied to them doing community service work. Um so last year our first cohort they they made pillows and they donated to the homeless shelter. Oh, um, care awesome. yeah. so we did a really nice care we package did. with donations from different um, hotels in our area. Nice. So we did some uh, shampoos and soaps and uh, different toiletry items. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and toothbrush. So yeah, they were able to donate that to the homeless, which is um, the Miami Bridge mm-hmm. uh, program in Homestead. Homestead. How long have you two mm-hmm. known each other and then jumped right into action to Pillow Talks. I think sort of we we've been working together for three years. It's our right. third year working together. We started Pillow Talk the second year of knowing each other. Okay. Okay. Um, the first year we met each other, it was a hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how our supervisors <laughs> figured it out, and I and they actually said, thought that we would not be a hit. Right. We are really? different, opposite yeah. personalities. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but it comes together really, really well, so that we can produce this program, mm-hmm. and we're just so proud of how it has flourished. Right. It's really. Sounds good. Um, We started off with four girls, and the commitment was um, a little lax in a sense Mm -hmm. for the girls. Mm -hmm. We ended up with two that graduated, and then now we're at nine. Wow, that's committed young ladies Mm -hmm. in our second cohort, and we're just so happy. So the first, the first cohort. Um, we really ended up uh, doing it as a as a season. So we did it in the January season all the way up until about March or so. Mm-hmm. We ended the program, and then we did a kickoff event, and that was pretty good, too. We did uh, focused on two workshops that were um, about, well, it was called Thank You Next and Boss Up. So the okay. Boss Up was Huge. the leadership <laughs> side, and the Thank You Next was, was the, the relationship, relationship side. Yeah. And we had about... 15 girls that showed up to our event just by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. We had held it at the Fica Williams building. We were there for four hours doing some really good That's amazing. leadership That's awesome. things, workshops, um, things. So it was really good. So where can girls that are interested contact you and get into this program? How do they sign up? Is it only for the girls at your school? No, it's open to the community. Uh, we are in Homestead, so sometimes transportation is an issue. Right. Um, we go out of our way and give transportation to um, girls that are within the area. Mm-hmm. Um, they can sign up either by calling us um, Instagram. We do have an Instagram, which is at Pillow Talks. <laughs> 2019. We were trying to look it up. 2019. Is that what it is? Okay. Pillow yes. talks dot pillow talk pillow dot talks. 2019. See, I was never gonna get that. I was like, <laughs> pillow talk, pillow talk, ladies, pillow talk, girls, pillow talk, homestead. I tried everything, but it wasn't, it wasn't it coming, coming up. up. Okay. Yeah. But that's so awesome. So yeah, so we have I information. We did. Like, okay. So cool. we have information on our Instagram page where they could either DM us mm-hmm. or email us too. We do have email, Pillow Talks twenty nineteen 
at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so email, Instagram, or texting us, calling us mm-hmm. always that they can reach out to us. Um, we do give them an application. The, we speak to the parents, um, let the parents know. Exhortations and exhortation really is commitment to the right. program, mm-hmm. right? Because um, within a twelve week sessions, there's a lot of growth that's happening, right. um, and we want them to get the full experience within twelve week sessions. So that's pretty much our conversation with their parents if they're going to join, be committed to twelve weeks. After twelve weeks, um, we graduate them. They can continue and be mentors to incoming girls that awesome. are in the program. Or they could go on and move on ahead. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of our girls, well, our first cohort, our girls, they went off to college mm-hmm. in um, Jacksonville, but they're still mentors. So they still reach out awesome. and they still send so videos to, to our girls. Yes, yeah, so those really, are our babies. Those were our motivations. They really push us um, to continue yes. to do this program. Um, and they have so much to say about the program and what kind of women they are now at the University of North Florida. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Those so, were our kickoff babies. Me too. To like, I can imagine, like, yeah. like, for me being a coach, I see, like, my kids that I've sent to college hit me up and be like, Coach, what you gave us was right on time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it is right what blessing. I, yeah, it is, like, sheesh. And, and then the, moving. the need for it is so important. Having worked in a, in a school, mm-hmm. it's just... Uh, what you guys are doing is so amazing. It could actually bring tears to my eyes because I'm thinking about the <laughs> girls that are not, you know, getting yeah. that information, and yeah. it's so sad because yeah. they just don't have it right. there. Right. So. We, I'm emotional. Right. Well, so yeah. We, <laughs> seriously, we worked at um, a charter school in Opelika, mm-hmm. and they had, like, a program similar mm-hmm. called Mermaidism. Mm-hmm. And the only problem that I can see that they had was similar to what you were saying, just the commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, after school, everybody want to go home. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being in a low socioeconomic area, home was, like, the next best thing other than school, because mm-hmm. you know what happens when you, like, wander the streets after mm-hmm. school and everybody's out there, you're going to get hit by a car, end up chilling with people who ain't doing right, mm-hmm. and then you don't do right. So right. it's just like, alright, well, boom. When you actually get people who are committed, and then you see everybody going through that same mm-hmm. struggle, mm-hmm. they could talk crap, but then they'd be like, bro, we still got to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure every day is not an easy day. Of course. Um, what are some of the other challenges that you see with the young ladies who are committed to it? Like, in your first, let's just say your first quarter is self-image. How do you go from self-image to the next quarter of your uh, training or counseling in that sense? So I was telling Danny uh, when we got this cohort of girls that compared to our first cohort of girls, they knew us and they were comfortable with us. So they Mm -hmm. opened up about everything. They spent almost every day coming to our office at the school and just speaking to us and just pouring out. And so when we started Pillow Talk, it was like we already know Miss um, Brandon and Miss Dory, they call by our last name. Right. Um, so we could tell them anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this cohort of girls, they don't know us right. well. So that's the biggest challenge. You're not willing to open up, and we're at the part where we're just trying to pull information out of them and help mm-hmm. them right. and provide them support. Um, but to do that, we have to build that trust. Right. And so I was telling her this is a challenge for us because in 12 weeks, how can you build that trust on and also provide the information Absolutely. and have them be open at the same right. time to make sure that you're addressing what they need? Because we don't want to just provide broad information. We want to tailor it to each girl. Mm-hmm. But if they're not willing to open up because they're fr- afraid, you know, are they going to tell my mom and dad? Right. You know, are they going to go out there and tell our business? Are they judging us? Right. You know, let us let us not say so much. So that's the biggest challenge I think we're having. Um 
So we started this thing where we did popsicle sticks questions. Um, hmm. And you could just write any question that you want about anything. Whatever's um, been on your mind. Right. Whatever's on your mind. And at the end of the session, the last um, 10, 15 minutes, we'll just pull the popsicle sticks out, read the question, and we'll just answer and give advice as a girl mm-hmm. group. Girls talk. As a group. Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. as a group. Okay. And this way, the person of this, this person remains anonymous, and they don't feel like, oh, I'm being judged right. by the co-leaders, by the leaders, or by my peers, right? Right. Um, and I've seen really good outcomes. Some of the questions there are like, wow. Yeah. A lot of them are random. <laughs> and you're like, wow, what, what made her, or, you know, think mm-hmm. about that. But the truth is that they're really good, valid questions that mm-hmm. you would want to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what what I love about that session is that everybody collectively is talking about this question and right. answering it to their ability. Some people are geared in the wrong direction, <laughs> right. but then we kind of come together guide and we guide them and tell them how the best way to solve this problem mm-hmm. or how to answer that question. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think a lot of things that we do um, is in a way like guided towards making sure that they're going on the right path. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to some of the things that we do have a problem with, which is trying to get them engaged, mm-hmm. is we, we don't keep it just interactive talking. We're doing like hands-on sessions with them where they're creating something or drawing something out. Mm-hmm. We I, we definitely tap into every type of uh, learning, learning style, style yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. um, so that they're Good not yeah, yeah so they're not really um, bored right. or getting repetitive about just having these different conversations so we do have that available to them and after the self-image is what what's like the second phase of it Relationships. Relationships. Yes. So, which I'm pretty sure that's where you see like the most interaction because mm-hmm. that's yes. what they all deal with, right? <laughs> right? So, what what is like a common thing that they all suffer with in the relationship? I was just about to ask, like, what's the biggest challenge that you see trying to break through their so mindset? I will say that this is the biggest. Um, this is the best type of uh, pillar for us because right. we go into after after knowing who you are, mm-hmm. getting established with loving yourself, how right. to love yourself. What, what are the morals and values that you should be holding right. while you're in a relationship with friends, boys, and your family? Mm-hmm. So the transition has been easy for us to go from that to that. Absolutely. But the relationships part, they really want to dive deep into how to understand the generational young men today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and how to carry on um, in certain relationships and how to go about doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, I would say the second most important thing to them is how to deal with their parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and understanding their that generation right. their parents yeah. a lot more. That's what we talk um, about that yeah. every day. And we, we <laughs> suffer from right. that right. our age. We're yeah. just trying to move forward mm-hmm. and be who we want to be right. without like hurting, you know, hurting them. And, you know, because exactly. we do respect and, so they, and value them. They don't them. know those things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think because we work in the sector that we do, we deal with parents mm-hmm. and we deal with children. And so what we the best thing to do is to tell the children right. how your parents are going to react because right. okay. of what we see and what right. we know. Um, so I, I think us being parents too, yes. we're able to let them know, like, listen, yeah, <laughs> you were my yeah. child. Yes, right. This is, it would be no different, you know. And I think would it pop- though? I'm going to cut you off, but would it be different? It would. I don't think so because I think you know. I'm a mom first. Okay. And my reaction as a mom is going... So, I think the one of the thing is my mom don't understand me because they're perceiving as 
the yelling is not understanding, oh, I can't have my way. And right. we have to let them know, like, you can't have your way. Right. You know, there's steps that is required in this. And, and, that, and, and then so that whatever my mom or dad's reaction is, I think it's important for us as their mentors to get them to understand why they do, why my parents react to, the, yeah. way they the way they yeah, do. Yeah. Right. Why do I get a beating? Why do I get, you know, why mm-hmm. do I get that response from them? And I think it's our job in this um, in this program that we have to let these children, like these girls, know like this is this is the reason why they respond like this. Right, because right. this is how they were raised. That's how they were raised. And, and that's exactly, why they exactly. That's why I asked you if it was going to be different because we know like okay, getting a beating for everything ain't, ain't the, answer. the answer, right? So Thank you. with the parents being <laughs> <laughs> traumatized. <laughs> I think we've all had gone through that. Okay. Right. And I and from what we saw working at the at the middle school, the parents were closer to our age with mm-hmm. kids in middle school. So mm-hmm. it's like right. mm-hmm. I, you would think they would understand a thirteen year old kid and they only twenty nine themselves. Right. I'm like, um, Understand where they are because you were there. That's Obviously. all they know. Right. right. That's all they right. know. That's how they were raised, right? Mm-hmm. If, if no one have taught them different right. yeah. or have exposed them to different, another way of discipline or another way of talking to their team, right. they're going to do what they know. Right. You know? So I think that's why that cycle continues. And unfortunately, the, the team doesn't understand that. Yeah. Right. You know? So, yeah. And so our job is really to just help them to understand right. and, and know how to react with that. Mm-hmm. Know when to shut it down, mm-hmm. cut, cut it off. Yeah. Know how to take the me- what measures to take in the right direction. Right. How to be honest and communicate. I think yeah. that's, that's what a lot thing. of our youth is not yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to communicate to their mm-hmm. parents and be honest because right. they already have this preconceived notion what's going to happen. Which so, is a true notion, though. But not all the, not all all the parents, time. Not all parents. <laughs> not all parents and not all the time, but mm-hmm. in the sense of, just like you said, the struggle of actually getting getting them to open up. Mm-hmm. So when parents have that certain, you know, like if you're going to yell about it, okay, cool, I'll just handle it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I can say was, a, for me, the growing up, is because I already know how you handle things, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think that's how I matured into just Taking it taking on myself, it on mm-hmm. which can also, which can be a good thing because I feel like you grow up a little bit mm-hmm. faster. But then, in, in a bad thing, I can't even really Talk like ask you. you for your mm-hmm. wisdom. Like, what would you do in this situation? So, I mean, and one thing I wanted to say, the what y'all were saying, um, I always teach communication, understanding, mm-hmm. because if you don't communicate properly, then I don't understand. Now I'm missing what the wisdom that you're really trying to give me. But because of the way you said it. Now we're missing each other. That's true. So it's like, it's the generational gap is definite and it's happening from our generation with our parents and so forth. So go ahead. No, I was going to say, there is a generational gap, but for, I don't like, okay, so this is, and this is why we get into the topic that we always get into. Mm -hmm. Um, With the parents being woke and all this information being out here and easily accessible Mm -hmm. and, oh, if that was my kid, I wouldn't do that. I would do it like this. And then when it is your kid, you react Mm -hmm. the same way that parent does. Right, right. Like, we had a parent come to our school and literally throw his kid from hall to hall. Oh, no. Yes. Like, all the kids in the the hallway with their phones filming, recording, whatever. Cool. I don't blame the kids. That's what their generation is. But you are a parent who comes in and you think beating your kid is going to make him sit down and shut up? Plus public humiliation. So now, that ain't he it. comes back in the classroom, so what, I don't care, shirt ripped up, whatever. Right, I think it does the opposite. It right. makes right. him it more creates bolder. That attitude. Right. right. So instead of saying, yo, like, listen, 
Like, just a I, different generation, though, because back then I would have been crying. <laughs> but he was crying. And, see, that's the thing. And then the parents. <laughs> I would have been scared if my right. parents coming back. The parents so specifically um, at our school were a lot younger. They were parents. a lot younger. Like, I had parents my age, with, and then the kids are in middle school, school and sitting right. in my seventh grade class. Right. So I think what happens is, is that they kind of miss out on living their own life. Mm-hmm. So that irritability of having to take care of a, of a child, as, as horrible as that may sound, mm-hmm. that's real. Yeah. You know, having Definitely. to have been so young and you, you haven't created the life you wanted or think you deserve mm-hmm. and things like that right. and you're having to deal with, you know, a child that's acting up, right. I'd be pissed you off too. Right. You, you know, up. you would have an attitude. Like you mad at the kid because you were acting up when you were in their mm-hmm. position. And then like I, we, all, we had this conversation before where... Uh, a lot of the parents are mad at the system because mm-hmm. they felt like the system didn't work for them. So when they come and they see their kids acting up, like, oh, you, I don't know, like, they feel like the kid is going to end up where they are, so they try to beat it out of them. And then oh, it's yeah. just like, no, nah, like, this sense. ain't going to work. <laughs> so, like, you mad at the school, so you come and you yelling at me, yelling at the principal, yelling at the teacher, because mm-hmm. that's what you want to do as a kid. And now you're mm-hmm. an adult, so you think that's what you can do. And then your kid comes in and he's yelling at everybody because he saw you do it. So it's like you want to break a curse, but you're starting another one because True. you're you're showing the disrespect to the people who are supposed to be educating you. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a relationship with uh, two of the um, kids that we were working at the middle school with now, and everything that they actually took in from us, they were like, "Yo, like you're so right," and like like you were so mature, right, like yeah. you're mature. Yeah. And then we showed them like, "Yo, even when you do get to a point where you think we are." We still struggling, yeah. but we you have to have that mindset of overcoming everything. Mm-hmm. No matter what you go through, you have to overcome it. Okay, your mama moved away, so what? Overcome it. Mm-hmm. Your daddy in prison, okay, so what? Overcome it. Mm-hmm. Like the teacher not hearing you, it. she not gonna yeah. hear you. The teacher white, you black, right. or the teacher black and she done went off and got her master's degree mm-hmm. and she teaches she don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, she feel like she's better than this. Yeah. The thing with the kids now, they are so woke, so they right. see that. Like, mm-hmm. one of the kids that I mentor, even after Rob. teaching, Rob, <laughs> like, he told me, my teacher does not want to be here every right. day. She's told us. Right. So how do you sit there in a class and, and learn and right. what it's coming from? Right. I had to tell him the story with me. Like, my teacher was me and my best friend. Like, we were the high school athletes, whatever, but we struggled with algebra. Mm-hmm. So we sat in the front of the classroom where the sub was doing whatever. Mm-hmm. The teacher came back off maternity leave. We were taking a test, and she was like, you guys might as well be the last two in the classroom. You might as well turn your test in. You're going to fail anyway. Wow. To our face. Wow. We looked at each other and was like, bunk it then. But if your teacher tells you, I don't want to be here, you're going to fail anyway. And he was like, like Mr. Courtney, what you did? I turned the paper in. What you think I did? Right. <laughs> I was going to fail anyway. Which may not anyway. have been the best solution. Right. But, but when you're being told you're going to fail right. regardless. Right. But what I told him after the fact was, I went to summer school. I did what I needed to do. And the next time that teacher saw me, she's like, hey, like, what are you doing with your life now? I'm like, I own a business. I went to college. I did. And she felt so hurt. Because she remembered telling me, like, you don't forget stuff like that. Right. Of course. That, like, that had to be sitting, like, it was me and my friend. He mm-hmm. went to UM. I went to FIU. So when she said, oh, what college did you guys go to? I let him go first. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you went, you good. He's like, oh I, I, he's like, oh, I went to UM. She's like, oh, my gosh, UM. And he was like, 
Yeah. But I think <laughs> these stories like this, you know, these conversations right. need to be had with our children. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you overcome what, you know, your situation is with Rob? I mean, with, with Rob, you have to know that. Rob is our kid. He's like, like he he's like Rob. my <laughs> he's I'm like my adopted child. I you know I guess I you just, just have to teach him teach how, him how to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Right, these people are putting you down. Right, they're, they're putting these yeah. negative things Rob upon you, boy. but you don't have to be of those things. Right. right. And that's what that's our job as a community yeah. to teach our children that. Right. And, and the parents too. Yeah, like and see yeah. that's like the main thing because they're so set in like a box. And I'm like, right, Rob, right. you only know what, what you, you know. know. Right. And, and living in the community in exactly. There's right. no way out. They don't know outside yeah. of that. And we always talk about like our algorithms. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the things that you see in uh, on your Instagram and stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So the kids that are going to that particular school, they've got the rap music, they've got the domestic relationships that are not going right, too right. well. They're, you know what I mean? They're, mm-hmm. Love and hip They're following those people, so the, yeah. the information that's being given to them is that information. Yeah, information. So they don't know mm-hmm. outside of that. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them, like, and we always bring them everywhere we go, like, Rob, you want to ride with us? Whatever. Just to yeah. see Even yeah. if that this more, is not yeah. what you there's have more. to live. Right. There's Jade's more. birthday, Jade paid for Rob's Uber from Opalaka to, to Kendall, Kendall so we could go skating. That's Shout cool. out to you, Jade. To, for Jade's birthday. You see what I mean? For his birthday. And we paid for the, the kid yeah. to come out and skate with us. He mm-hmm. skated. He didn't feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. it, but you still got out of Opalaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you still that got was the out goal. of Like, I right. was like, he's like, no, no, whatever. I'm like, look, it's finna happen. Like, I'm right. gonna just happen. Just be ready when, when yeah. it you And then so, he didn't want to skate. So Jade's like, I didn't just... Pay all that car. Right. <laughs> right. No, but I know it makes it's an impact county. because not even the fact that like we're just skating, but that you could tell children learn from just the conversation, the way Absolutely. we interact. Yeah, right. Like it's so everything. funny, I was doing something and like out of the corner of my eye, I see him watching me. Like mm-hmm. I was doing something at church. Mm-hmm. So he's not involved with church, mm-hmm. which I'm I am because oh, it's, my, it's my like my people's church and whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm active in it. And then, but I saw him. It was funny that, like, he has big eyes. So I, I pay attention to that because I have small <laughs> eyes. So I can kind of, like, see, like, okay, it's attention. And I'm like, I could see. And I'm like, oh, shoot, you're watching me. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was telling some people what to do, mm-hmm. but, like, in a certain manner. And then I'm laughing about a certain manner. And mm-hmm. it was like, he, it was a sponge. And I'm That's like, what they do. They, mm-hmm. then they need it. At every age. And they need it. And they respect that it's the true you. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like they need the things that you have got going on. They need what we're doing to just be a light and that they, to show us it's possible to get out of the box. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know. That's 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 what I'm at. (laughs) Right. And I was going to go back to, so after relationships is what? Oh, yeah. We're following your pillars. (laughs) Yeah. No, because I think the pillar method was so dope. I was like, dang, like, if you don't know how to, like, look at yourself. Right. If you don't know how to look at yourself, you're not going to know what to look at from somebody else outside looking in and expect. expect. Right. Like, you got to love yourself. Cool. So when you get in a relationship, that person knows how to love you Mm because you just learned how to love you. Right. And after relationships is mental health. Why is mental health, like, so potent or so, like, needed? In relationships, in pillow talks, everything. Go. I want to know. I'm learning from y'all. I'm learning from y'all. So, mental health has for so long been Mm -hmm. taboo, right? Right. Right. Especially Especially in in our our community. community. Yes. Especially. So... Danielle and Claudine are black. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to sit there and talk to those white girls. (laughs) Pillow talk. And just down the black community. (laughs) 
Well, really minorities. All minorities. Yeah. Right. Honestly. No, right. that's true. Yeah. Um, and it's so important because it's not being addressed within the home. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, they... And I, I hate to say that it's ignorance, but... It, play, sense, it, it plays a yeah. role, right? Ignore, yeah. um, <laughs> and it's it's sad because I think our teens are hearing it so much and so seeing much it, mm-hmm. and they're even saying, "I need the help," but their parents are not listening, right? Um, and that's the part that we address. You know, how do you make your parents listen? How do you make sure you take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Self care is so important. Mm-hmm. And how do you communicate not only to your parent but to others that something may be wrong or right. I just need a day to vent and cry it right. out? Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh-huh. think I guess to answer your question in the sense of why the ne- why is that the next transition mm-hmm. um, after relationships is really because it makes a connection to say if I had these problems initially and of, of not loving myself or not understanding how to be in a relationship I know that I can heal from those things gotcha. that I have been wounded by right. the fact that I didn't really have a, a much self love or self care for myself mm-hmm. right. and I never really understood why I act the way that I've acted in certain right. relationships yes. let me let me dive deep into the mental health aspect Amazing. of myself yes. right. to see what it is that I can do to better right. myself or get some help if I need that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that was the tr- that's the transition. Yeah, I mean, of the course. Connection. Do you guys help them like outside of YouTube to like find other counselors who can like dive deeper into that? So we that? haven't had to do that yet. Okay. What we've been able to do is kind of keep things in house. But mm-hmm. for those um, young ladies, if we happen to have that, um, you know, yeah. connection or need, then mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. we do refer. Um, she's also a mental health licensed mental health counselor amazing so you know what we do um she's able to connect with them on a personal note um but yes we will also make those referrals and that is in their registration packet Mm -hmm. contract with parents and for themselves to know that if you are a threat or a harm to yourself Mm -hmm. we will definitely have to refer you that's so good something just came up you were talking about we've been well we've been talking about the the parents Mm-hmm. And the parents and the parents, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of the programs are for the kids. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Why are why are there not more programs for the parents to understand the child rather than the child understand the parents? To be honest, I don't have an answer. I'm just like asking. Stigma. <laughs> stigma. To be honest, they're not coming. <laughs> yeah, okay. stigma. I don't need nobody to tell me how to raise my child yeah. this time. Okay. So why you know, or I've gotten this far, I'm I'm okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, I don't have the time. Time, commitment, you know, um, I think that's really where it is. But in our program, we do uh, have a session where we emphasize parents to come into, and it's really in the relationship pillar um, sessions that mm-hmm. we do that because they this, the, the girls make a connection with their parent mm-hmm. and have to invite their parent mm-hmm. to our session. Okay. Um, um, and I don't know if we said this already, our sessions are once a week. Um, we we grasp on Sunday to come together for two hours, gotcha. and we like Sundays because and it's after church, so you come after church mm-hmm. to get to get rejuvenated and have this lesson that you learned today for the rest of your week, right? Yeah, week and, and look- use that, you know, and and then we reconvene on the next, next Sunday, Sunday so that we can you know understand what we did for the rest of the week. Gotcha. Um, but yes, our parents are you know not so committed. Um, and, and maybe some are, but we just haven't been able to find that. But mm-hmm. the, the young ladies that we are servicing, the parents just, like she mentioned, they just don't have time. 
Um, and maybe they do want to connect on some levels, but just don't know how to. How to, yeah. And maybe they need to have something on a podcast. Right. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, something on a virtual standpoint yeah. to have them to access it at any time. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think that's, mm-hmm. like, because the kid comes home, changed, right. you know, right. mental health is, you know, the, where it needs to be. And then mm-hmm. I could just see the parent, like, rejecting that. Mm-hmm. And then it may tear that child down, all the work that has been done by you, by who, whoever the counselor is. But the self-esteem part is so important. Mm-hmm. Right. For, these, like, for these kids to be woke, for us to be woke, they need to be woke too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How am I going to manipulate this situation? Yes, she or he just told me these negative things. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how can I keep moving forward? you know, without my mental health being torn down. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I, I just think that we, you know, they, they yeah, make, the tools. yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, if they have the tools, they're able to just keep progressing and moving mm-hmm. forward, regardless of the outcome of mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of, a lot of kids already are doing that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like regardless of what my parents are saying, mm-hmm. I still want this for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's where the generation is going. Right. For, for us, like for all the three of us, and I'm sure you two probably have seen it. As we progress and we try to get better and try to like do what's out of the norm for our families, we feel that kickback. Have any of the girls have ever like brought that to you? Like my mom don't understand what we're doing here, even though they've signed off on the paperwork or, or something like. No, no, because no, we talk to the parents. Yeah. Okay. We, we have to do that. Yeah, we, we have let to let them, let them know. know what they're getting themselves yeah. right. into. Um, and, and some of them know that this is a need for my daughter right, yes. and I want her to go. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Our parents have reached out to us and say, if anything, we have maybe like two girls who don't want to be there, but they're probably like, you're going to be there. Right. Oh, and then, you know, over time, they grew it. on them. Right, over time, yeah. they grew on so them. Yeah. yeah, that's good. We try to connect with our parents first. Gotcha. Um, because if we connect with our parents and they're on board with our mission and vision, mm-hmm. then they can help us and helping their child be committed mm-hmm. to the program. Right. You know, once we, if we don't have the parents' support, then the commitment won't be there from the child because they won't come. Right. Um, so that's yeah. our first um, initial rea- um, goal is to connect with the parents. And then once they understand our vision and mission, um, meet with the child and connect with them too. Um, and some of the girls, they hear from their friends and they come to us. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, let, let's let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the you think you're interested in, let me reach out to your parents to see what they're interested in. Do you have a waiting list for the next group of girls? <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. That's awesome. That's such a blessing. Man. You have no idea. It that sounds is so amazing. We have people just coming to us and saying, I really want my daughter mm-hmm. to yeah. be involved in this. And coming to these table to events and things of that nature, yeah. mm-hmm. getting our name out there has mm-hmm. been a really good opportunity for us to network with people. We do have, you know, a, a running list of people that are interested for our next opportunity. So. Awesome. And we try to keep it small, mm-hmm. um, no more to. than 15, because mm-hmm. at that point, we're not connecting, right? Yeah. We're yeah. Make right. Sure can lose we're them. connecting, giving them the, the individual time that they need really deep, to dive in deep. So mm-hmm. once we hit 15, we're kind of like, okay, let's wait for the next core. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put you on a waiting list. And that's kind of what happened um, mm-hmm. this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's the goal of the company? Like the, I'm always thinking like ahead, you know, like <laughs> five years. Like, what do you guys want this to be? Because hmm. I just see it like <laughs> implemented in every school and like a required <laughs> curriculum for girls, you know, in like the minority schools that we do have here. So what is what is it projected? What you do you guys project? Sound like sound look like they got So our mind is wow. always running, and then we'll call each other and be like. I think we should do this, right. and we should add this, and then we're like, wait, we gotta get process phase. Yeah, steps. and so there's so many goals. But so the baby, the baby step aspect to mm-hmm. this, um, the next baby step is to have research based. 
okay, okay. add research based into our program. Because um, what we have in our program is our own curriculum that mm. we just like sat back and said, look, we need to include this, yeah. we need mm-hmm. to include that. Mm-hmm. But what we really want to do is, ha- is attach some type of research-based material to our program. Okay. Um, from there, um, I have put this in Claudine's <laughs> ear that we really need some type of facility. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to have an open facility um, in our area that allows... Um, programs like ourselves mm-hmm. to just house workshops, right. events, um, you know, mental health uh, mm-hmm. representatives that can that can use this space as a tool to 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 link with different clients mm-hmm. and people that are in need um, and just kind of like like a center for that. Right. I'm a mental health center for mm-hmm. that. And I'm just hoping that we can do that and also include pillow talks inside of um, after school programs mm-hmm. um, and just kind of flourish like that, mm-hmm. um, but using our ho- like our, our like a corporate office mm-hmm. kind of and allow f- other people to use our space um, for for different That's activities. So cool. that sounds so <laughs> familiar. Sounds familiar. Do y'all know how to get that stuff? Like, are we're you in the process work, of doing we're it? We're working on it. Um, I think it's baby steps. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, little by little, getting our numbers up because we're nonprofit. Everything right. is. I was gonna say like government grants, right. vendor number from downtown. Right. So we Remember, we're not so we have been doing this for so long. Yeah, yeah. Right. So because we are full time employees, right? Moms, yeah, <laughs> things of that nature. We've been able to do things, you know, right. a little yeah. bit at a time. But I'm you know, hyped. Like, yo, let's do this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call my guy. Yo, yeah. for sure. And eventually, we want to also start another segment for boys. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have reached out to say, are you going to do something gonna, for boys? I, I was just thinking about that. Like, this would be awesome for boys. And yes. I know they have the 5,000 role models. And mm-hmm. I know that's effective. But it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the in-depth, I love that part. Where yeah, you really yeah, get yeah. personal with people. Yeah. And ask, not just teach, like, this, mm-hmm. this, this. Yeah. But actually talk to me about what's presently, mm-hmm. what type of dad. I Like, I have, like, now that I say dad, I, like, my dad was there. But not there because he didn't have a relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. So that whole like dad, my dad left. Mm-hmm. No, my dad was there, but it's like we just spoke. And I promise common. you, I said hi, he said hi. And that's I common. did my own thing. So it just varies on the things that are going on. But can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. No, I, I know we have like, this a house. This we're we're not even so on we, the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so intrigued with what they did. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Right. It's just a highlight. Um, I was thinking of just like, what are the responses of the kids about how now they have this knowledge that you all teach and then they have to go back around friends who don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's funny. I met with a young lady. Um, I think was it Wednesday or Thursday? Um, when she had, um, she's one of the young ladies, part of our group. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a mental breakdown, and we were talking and trying to address why. Mm-hmm. And one of the conversations, and she was like, Miss, I don't have no friends. I'm like, mm. why? You do have friends. And she's like, no, Miss. Like, the way these people think. That's what I'm talking about. Give it to me. And I had to have a conversation and remind her that knowledge mm-hmm. is so powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way that someone can think or see your, your vision is to spread your knowledge and what you know. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, I don't want to be friends with them because they don't think the way I think, 
why don't you share what you know mm-hmm. and try to help them understand your perspective and try to understand, make them, not make them, but understand the level you're yeah. on and see right. if you can bring them. You can't save everyone. Everyone right. won't no. be on your level. Right. But if you at least tried, you may have one or two people like, okay, let me see well, and let me try right. this. Yes. And you're going to have those who just won't see it and those are going to be people you just have to cut off. And she laughed at me. She's like, okay, there's yeah. one or two people I'm, I think might be on board for this. And that's how I see it. You know, you can't get everyone to see your vision or understand your vision right. or your perspective or your growth, right? right? You know, those who you can, kudos. Yeah. You know, let's, let's make this work. Let's let's grow together. And those who you can't, you just got to kind of like, I'm going somewhere but different. But that's what sets these um, young people apart from who, who's a leader. You know right. I mean? Like, you know, you don't want to be a, a part of the following crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are woke and if you are somebody mm-hmm. who is different, mm-hmm. you know, then that's just who you are. You have to. And that's where we are as old as old, their elders, I guess, in this sense, yeah. you know, yeah. to teach them that it is OK to have that mindset. And you're actually right on the right path. Right. Yeah. You're going to be a leader. and You are a leader. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. I know we've talked about like, wow, like I don't have friends. Because <laughs> what where we are, like you know, like no one, like the older we get, that doesn't mean that they're maturing. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like wow, like we were talking about different people that we know. It's like yeah, you know, and and exactly what you said. Like I'm trying my best to like see it like this, like mm-hmm. look at the bit bigger, not just you know so mm-hmm. minute, but um. And we no, always talk amazing. about like knowledge not shared is mm-hmm. like the biggest disservice, right? Right. You know, and you know, God forbid you die or you get old and you have all this information and you're not putting it out there and giving it to people, it dies with you. Right. So we can't pass that on. So that's awesome. I think that's why it's important to share your knowledge, right? Right. Once you share it, that's that's it. That's all you can do, yeah. You know, it's up to the person to either take it or not. Perception is different. And those who want to take it. And then, too, everyone grow at a different pace at a different point. That's important, too. It takes something. So they may not be ready today, but that'll mean tomorrow they won't be ready. Mm -hmm. And when they're ready, at least they know, hey, I have this friend or this person who's has offered to help me or support right. me or provide this knowledge. Let me go back to that person. And then you as the person just be open and willing to help them when they're ready. Right. That can also be a, a door to other young ladies who, you know, want to be on their level, mm-hmm. but they don't like... Don't know. Right. They don't know and they want to know. And of course they're learning from your girls, but it's like, come get more. Like, come mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people. I promise right. they'll break it yeah. down better than I... Like, yeah. he's told people like, hold on, wait, let me call Jay. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's right. the beauty of it because if you don't got it, I got this part. Like, right. and, and you're building the community and that adults, just betterment. Adults are doing that Right. Too. Right. No, completely. Like, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, we're doing that now. Yeah. Right. Say, when I we was, say we're learning, we're definitely learning. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was one of them kids. Yeah. And I called him. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, this nigga really want me to... Bro, listen. Turn up <laughs> the sheet, bro. He need to feel me. Right. And let, let him feel your absence. And I was just like, ooh. Okay, that's powerful. You know what? I I, I back out. That. I back out. I did. That's powerful, like, though. I, but and like you said, when you cut some people off who aren't adding value to you, they'll feel that absence more than you'll feel theirs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe maybe that little me on or something. Like, I, I remember that, but now that you say it, I re- like I didn't remember, but now. You be spitting some knowledge. I tried to. I tried. I was going to say another thing, but it's kind of escaping me now. Oh, it wasn't really a a question. It was really a thought on 
in in lieu of the same thing we're saying that you can like I don't know if you all are teaching that but it's probably just a reminder to let them know that they will now become one of the one percent yeah yeah because you're going to like when you've had these friends and then you grow up with you all mm-hmm. and then it's now it's like oh y'all y'all dumb <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the that, like you think like that and and forgetting real. that you used to think like that because these your friends mm-hmm. but they have to remember that you're about to become part of the elite mm-hmm. right. And people might not get that. And yeah. if they want to be where you are, bring them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, like I was, like you know, like how you said, cut them off. I have plenty of friends that they're not on my level, but they're a friend where I need them. Yes. And I'm a friend where they need me. Yes. Like maybe they'll come to me and ask more intellectual questions, but I kind of need them. Like, yo, I, flat tire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it, it, it happens like that. So, mm-hmm. But it's always about, I feel like, awareness and like alert. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of putting them up on game of like it's a mean world out there, mm-hmm. but you right. can you, you can, can overcome it if, yeah. with this type of thinking, yes. not oh you're yeah. hood that's, ghetto, that's our, that's our fight it out. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. let's switch it up. Like yeah. walk and that's away. That's so important <laughs> you for know? them to know that like yes. once you step out of these doors, it is the real world it that is. everyone doesn't think like you. Even as an adult, I went to the Tony event. Mm-hmm. It's like a five-day event on motivational Tony speaking. I mean, Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. That's your boy. That's my guy. Um, <laughs> and he just pours knowledge into you. And he says it, like, at the end of his um, program that you're going to go home and people are going to think you drank the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to be okay. And you just have to hold on to that because mm-hmm. not everyone you know went to that same convention. Right. So they're not going to have that knowledge. And it's up to you to either, you know, spread it or you keep it to yourself and you keep it moving, but it's, True. but not everyone is going to understand. Mm-hmm. And even when they down what you know now, you have to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And that's like just really the only option. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how, and, and leading into your last pillar of leadership, I think that's how uh, they become stronger. Yes. Right. Because now you are a leader and people are behind you and yes. you're trying to pull them to where you are. And like yes. you said, you can't save everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you can get one, yeah. And that one gets one. Mm-hmm. You can and save the nation. You can save them. <laughs> Seriously. You can, you can slowly but surely. And, and have you seen, because you already, you, you, um, you said, that was one of the girls mm-hmm. in your program before, but do you see like a, this group of girls now? Like, like repeat type of. Yeah. Like, so, so, cause I'm assuming those leaders, those standout leaders that you guys had. They're. Well, she's is, still in our program. She's, she's still, still, in, currently, she's still in currently in the cohort. Mm-hmm. But there, I would say there's another one. Yeah. Um, that that's on the same page with. Um, she attends a totally different school than, and she has that same mindset. You know, like you know, I don't really have a whole lot of friends, but you know, this is where I'm at, and you can tell just by the things that she wants to become. She's an inspiring uh, female rapper. Wow. Um, she has goals. She's a part of different things in her community. Her mother has her in the right pathway. Um, trying to get her exposed to all these different things and make her understand that you don't have to be a product of goose, which is where she's from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things of that nature. Um, but in, in terms of her setting herself apart from everybody else, yes. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few that have their in their own respective mm-hmm. how to be a leader in this, I guess, segment uh, era of, of what they got going on in their lives. Yeah. Um, so, I, like you just said, taking one person at a time to, right. to teach another young lady and look this yeah. program helped me maybe it can help you too mm-hmm. and we got people like interested mm-hmm. really out here wanting to be a part of what we got going on 
what are y'all talking about every Sunday? Right. What is this? You know? Oh, you're doing this in the community? I want to do mm-hmm. that in the community, mm-hmm. too. So just moving them and guiding them in that direction. And the same thing applies. We're just changing one female at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And whoever is uh, is infected by what we got going on, mm-hmm. good. Good. <laughs> right. Do you guys Thank ever you. get pushback from your peers? Mm. Yes. <laughs> She's like thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yes. We were at an event. And someone told Doris. What is her name? <laughs> Put her on blast. No, nah, I'm <laughs> Girl, it was you. And um, Doris said to me, she said, you know, wow. She said, you guys have this program going. Wow, I tried that and it didn't work out. It didn't work out very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, something you to say? tell. Exactly that. That I had a program like that and that didn't work out for 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 our community or mm-hmm. that like almost as if like what Yours you have it's not going to work out, gonna work work out, out either. either yeah it's going to start and it's going to you're going to have a couple of things going mm-hmm. and you won't flourish mm-hmm. but you know i looked at her and i was like well she just mad because she ain't doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> right do you do you have a fear of that though like do you have a fear like one year ain't gonna no girl like not even one year but one trimester the girls ain't gonna come out or whatever no. like with with founders like us yeah. Right. Yeah. we're going yeah. to make ourselves there you go. known right. whether yeah. we're gonna go into a one day workshop whether we're gonna go in and do some type of church event yeah. whether it doesn't matter I was gonna ask you we're that going, too we're, we want to put this out mm-hmm. there to where we're always active mm-hmm. to where we let people know that in our community we we're need here. this and mm-hmm. we're here right. and we're here to help and we're not really driven by numbers, right? Because our first cohort was four girls and two girls. I remember we looked at each other like, do we want to keep going with two girls? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make this work. I'm like, okay, that. I'm yeah. on board with this. I just have this mentality that you start something and you finish it. <laughs> right. Right. No matter how, how oh, yeah. it works yeah. out. For sure. And you amazing. give it your 100%. Because that. you know, that's so. our thing, too. Right. We don't fail until the day we say we're not going to do it anymore. And right. if we keep, up, keep trying and we don't have not one client, not a... No more office. As long right. as we keep going, we never right. failed at what we right. about, started to do. Going. I yeah. think that's what makes us such a great team. Like whenever that doubt comes into our mind, mm-hmm. we remind the other person, "No, we got this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yes. figure this mm-hmm. out." And we have heart and passion. Mm-hmm. So if without those things, I don't think that people would take mm-hmm. us any seriously yeah. okay. at all. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if they see that you're interested and you really want to help people out here, they find the genuine in that, and they they say, "Okay." I'm going to trust you, right. you know, to take my child on Sundays um, at this location and mm-hmm. work with them, and, and we'll see how it goes. So mm-hmm. I think because of the type of people that we are, um, mm-hmm. we've been able to get some some good feedback about this. Yeah. Question. That's, go go ahead. ahead. Were you going to say question? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> question, where did you get that endurance? Where do you feel like that arose in you? Like, was it a teacher? You had that mama? You had that? pastor like was it always in you yeah where's that kick up i think for me it was always in me like i've always been so i'm that person who just always want to do something (laughs) and she she told me like you're always doing something (laughs) and i'm like i know i am i'm very creative Mm -hmm. um i love putting on events i love hands-on things Mm -hmm. um and i've always been I always say it's just a Libra in me, but I've always been the person, once I start something, I want to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to help people. I love being a support system to anyone, everyone who wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just always had that drive to just do it. Like, mm-hmm. it was giving up was never an option for me. Right, once right. I start, the option's never given up. There's always 
something available. There's always options available and give them what should never be it. Mm-hmm. And I just have to sit down and figure it out. I remember when we started, we initially started charging mm-hmm. and we found that a lot of our community just couldn't afford it. Like, they mm-hmm. were just like, it's, it's just too much. And I remember coming come to my friend, we got to go free and put in God's hand. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Like, right? And it's like, and she looked at me. <laughs> I'm like, there's money out there. We're going to figure it out. But for now, if we want to do what we, we want to do, we, we have to remember our goal. Mm-hmm. Right? And, I, and I, I just said, okay, to be honest with you, and I understand that our community of people, minorities, mm-hmm. are not paying for mental health mm-hmm. services. Right. Not at all. Mm-hmm. They're not paying for physical health. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> like, so don't get it twisted. Yeah, so, you know, and I couldn't take offense to it. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, personalize that at all, but just to say, okay, and yes, there's grants. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that we can be doing to get mm-hmm. this money um, for our program and give give back to our students mm-hmm. yeah so I guess for myself um mm-hmm. I was influenced by being in this sector because I just I I had I went to Homestead Senior High School and right. um I graduated in 2005 there <laughs> and I had a really great I had a lot of great mentors in that um in that school one was Miss Malcolm one was Miss Mendenhall my teacher um and and just and Miss Martin um I just liked what they did and mm-hmm. I liked what they put into me to encourage me to want to do things. I, I came from a good background. My parents are educators. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to um, universities and they graduated and got master's degrees. And so it's it just, you know, it was something that I knew I was supposed to do for myself because they instilled that in me. But mm-hmm. when I started paying attention to different career pathways and and who I am as a person, I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew that I wanted to service people. And I wanted to give all of my knowledge to people so that they can be a better them like right. I was for myself. So mm-hmm. I just, I was influenced that way. That's good. That's awesome. So this is totally gone off topic, but I mean, it was so awesome. I mean, we ended up to be talking about our topics today. Yeah. Topic. So we're just going to do our two segments that we usually do is the question on the floor, and then we'll close out with what would Jade Derrick do. Okay. Okay. okay so question on the floor is going to come from you guys. So any mm-hmm. question that you have that you ever wanted to discuss in a group, <laughs> ask us, ask each other if you've never asked, just right. a, a, a topic. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on or a thought what we were that just, you might yeah. think, you know, we might A situation seen, yeah. that came up, that you, anything. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a different conversation. <laughs> it can still be along the same lines as that if, if you have any. I have one, but it's for, like... Well, then why don't you ask? Can we change me? But, yeah, we can have been asking y'all a lot. Yeah, but I don't want to keep the interview. Now it's like, where have your heads been? Right. She's like, why would you do this? I told you. I, <laughs> Question on the floor. Question on the floor. Bring it. I love that catchy... Mm-hmm. We got it from Pastor. Yes, <laughs> yes, we did. Pastor, Pastor says it all the time. Question on the floor. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's look like Clark. Yeah, yeah. Right now. <laughs> come that's with a question. That's a look. Come with a question. <laughs> well, what motivates you all to do what you do with your podcast? <laughs> that's funny. Same question, but right. different wording. Like yes. Oh, with the podcast. With the podcast. You know what's so funny? 
We have <laughs> the dopest conversations. Like, we literally have the dopest conversations. Like, for that. hours. I could see it. We're, like, literally, yeah. we're looking at the clock like, oh my God, it's midnight. It. We need That's to get home. Legit. We have, like, we've started, like, we used to go to Duffy's and drink and eat all the time. Mm-hmm. And a conversation that go from there. And then we'll go back. We'll go chill at church or whatever, her house. And it'll literally be like 1, 2 in the morning. And be like, oh, damn, we got church in the morning. <laughs> like, seriously. And then be like, all That's true. And... Uh, I forgot. I think Alex was like, "Yo, like we need a podcast." I'm like, "Bro, don't nobody do that." And then like, surprise, I'm surprise. I was I was so stupid because I listen to podcasts mm-hmm. every day. Right. I just didn't think of myself or right. ourselves having one. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, "Well, it's hard." Like we just put all these blocks up. Yeah, like, it's it's made up excuses. Like, and I was like, "Well," she was like, "Well, you have a Mac. Like it's easy to do it on a Mac. Mm-hmm. Everybody." Do-. I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> I gave her my Mac for like a month. Like, yeah. if you want to do a podcast, hey, go to program, go for it. Mm-hmm. And she was and doing it. it. And then she showed me how to do it. I'm like, damn, people listening to this, like, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. people listening to us? <laughs> Man, let's keep going. But I think our goal, <laughs> our goal was, like, as entrepreneurs, yeah. um, I feel like how they're perceived right now in the media is the end. Like, they're successful and they're making money and they have their team and you don't see the come up. You don't see the struggle and the falls and the, the it took us two years to get an LLC and yeah. you know what I'm saying? And we're, we're knocking on everyone's door and they're not wanting our services. Yeah. They're not portraying that. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship right now is I'm making millions. I'm sitting at home. I work from a right. computer. Mm-hmm. I get to travel. I get right. to do this. So we at said, least for me, the beginning goal yeah, was yeah. let's show these people what this really that, is. That's exactly how <laughs> like, like, let's this, record that, What the is process. this struggle? No, that was the goal, but that's yeah. not how we started. We started having these dope conversations. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, okay, we but the that. goal was yeah. that was because sometimes it. we get on here like when we did the first New Year um, podcast mm-hmm. was like, damn, we didn't do not a thing last year. <laughs> like all the things that we set up to do, we right. didn't do everything. We told them we were like, yo, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do. This, we're gonna do this. No building. We didn't do the LLC because of whatever happened. Whether it be financially, we didn't have the client. Whatever yeah. it was. And it was loss. just, it's real. Loss of family members, whatever it had, had been. And I don't know. I just feel like people don't understand that. Or they're not seeing that. So that was... The background. Yeah. That was like, the that's, goal. that's the best part to tell. Right. Right. To right. And that's yeah. kind of where... That's a, that's a big motivation for a lot of right. people. Right. Like, wow, okay, right. you, you went through that too? Okay, so yeah. it's common. I got it. Yes. Okay, so and and that's it. it like we said, Let let's say we slacked. Right. Like then the next week, okay, we didn't got no update. But we slacked. We didn't mean to say that twice. The thing is, the thing was to be current. And like, we're telling you this in time. Like we are... Right lie, now, lie. going yeah. through this struggle yes. rather than we're millionaires. Oh, you remember when we were sitting in the office? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That we share with somebody <laughs> else. Right, right. Remember like, when there wasn't no AC in there? Right. There was, was a fridge, but you know it wasn't no saying? food. And we stole the <laughs> van we from the church. Losing clients. <laughs> Disregard the last <laughs> You know, it, and then that's a fact. So we, yeah. it's like we do hear it, but we hear it after they've already made it. Right, right. And I, I think that it's, it's hard relevant. to relate like that. Yeah. So that's what we did. And then you got to think like, like we go back to the kids, the girls and the young boys. Like they see like, I mean, who's hot now? Um, what's the dude with all the, he's like a cartoon rapper kind of, uh, the baby. Mm-hmm. They see the baby, the baby doing his, <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. speak. He's like speak a cartoon low. rapper. Like he's like a, a modern day ludicrous mm-hmm. for us, right? So they see him. 
Yeah. It's so disrespect though. Ludacris was riding. Ludacris was dope. Right. But see, you think when did you learn that Ludacris went to college? When he was an artist. Artist. When right. he was active. And then it didn't really it didn't really come up or when they found out that Diddy went to college or mm-hmm. two chains when yeah, it, it was stay. whack. No, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But now when you hear about dudes like the baby and they see the baby got all these chains on, mm-hmm. if the baby was to say, Yo, I graduated from high school mm-hmm. or I did night school and mm-hmm. I got a certificate in this, mm-hmm. it'd be like, Oh, well, you can still be a rapper and do this. Right. You can still mm-hmm. like go to college. My biggest thing, I'm 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 telling my track athletes, like, yo, y'all can still go to college, graduate, mm-hmm. and still go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I tell my football players the same thing, but they're so of the mindset that I need to do three years, because after those three years, I could go to the league. Like, everybody don't do a three-year bid and no. go to the league. Not everybody mm-hmm. go to the league. Right. That's, that's right. a one-in-a-lifetime right. pick. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. you're just showing them different things. Whether you listen to it, we want to start filming it. We want to get a better location and then start filming our but podcast. What is the location? Nah, it's dope. Like, we need a little backdrop or something. But it's coming. Recording it. Yeah. Like, people want to see stuff. Like, YouTube is so big right now. It is. Like, when YouTube was out, when, when we were in school, and we was just like, all right, whatever. You we we took it for granted. Stuff is- they still take it for granted. They still watch funny videos, but then they'll go to a how-to video. Right. And now right. they building robotics and stuff yeah. at their home, not mm-hmm. telling nobody. Like, yo, like, don't be afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was that jock, and I was afraid to, like, look a certain way. Nah, bruh. Like, don't be afraid to take a L. Don't be afraid to play the violin and play the cello. Right. When they found out I played the trumpet and the cello. I didn't believe it. I need a, I need a picture. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, when she found out I had braids, like, yo, like, there's certain, like, just the smallest thing. Don't don't make it look like a, a chink in your armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let that be an extra piece that adds on. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that's the podcast, we, we tell our highs. We tell our lows. I got on here and cried like I lost mm-hmm. my uncle, and I don't know who listening. But if you lost somebody, don't be afraid to still continue on your path to whatever your success is. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that actually brought us together. Like, you know, just just losing somebody that y'all don't even know. Right. You see me like I'll never cry, <laughs> never cry. And then for them to see me cry was like okay, like my boy hurt. So let's all come together. Like, our relationship, it's my girlfriend. Like, our relationship is, like, on another level. Mm-hmm. And because of, like, recording. Mm-hmm. And my friendship with him, like, yo, i still be that nigga that'll kill somebody for you. <laughs> but now I know we got to talk it out first. <laughs> like, but that's why I understand why he is the way he is because of the conversations we've had on here. Mm-hmm. And then we'll listen back and be like, dang, like, I did say that. You did say that. Mm-hmm. She dropped bombs. She be dropping bombs. She be dropping yeah. nuggets. Listen, she don't her That's the only girl. And that's what I was going to say, too. It's so nice to have two females. Because it's usually just room. me trying to hold it down. Yeah. So Sometimes she get a little beat up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I really do. That don't make sense. And right. I, I think you said that last night, too. Right. And that's I what I was trying to, to tell y'all girl. yesterday. <laughs> I was trying to tell y'all yesterday, like, yo, we wanted to talk about the Me Too movement because being women and now that we're hearing you're creating strong women now right. it's like okay with her being the only woman in the room how does it feel mm-hmm. because how many successful women are doing what you're doing mm-hmm. they're trying to make money y'all was charging mm-hmm. nah like okay we're gonna charge over here instead of charging over. right mm-hmm. they, like if someone was doing the program that you're doing 
and nobody from the community came out, they would have been like, nah, let's go to another community that's going to mm-hmm. pay. Mm-hmm. Y'all stay grounded and rooted where yeah. you right. are. Right. And that's, and that's and so that commendable. comes from motivation. Your motivation isn't the money. It's actually the change. It's the change. Right. So that's awesome. Right. So that's just something that, that we've that, seen. That was something that, you know, go, growing up in Homestead area and going to Homestead Senior High, like I knew that I wasn't going to stay in the Orlando. I went to University of Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to stay in Orlando and change that community. Right. I, had, I didn't know nothing about that community. Right. I want to come back home. home. Right. And I want to awesome. do what I need to do for the young girls that look like me. Yes. Right. You know, clueless. And trying to figure <laughs> out what, what, what to do with myself, my life, my emotions, my feelings, you know, my relationships, things like that. So that's pretty much what gravitated me to go towards and do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think so we are here cool. doing good things. I so. think so, too. That's it's awesome. Right. keep going yeah let's close All out right. so what would jade Derek do so <laughs> i told you guys i don't know if you did or not it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. i told you to listen to the 100 meter man podcast so you can kind of get a feel of how everything goes right mm-hmm. so to kind of uh draw a parallel or join like kind of the ideologies of both 100 meter man was kind of like strong women are you know aggressive and da 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 like all of these I things. I was really trying to hold that one down. He was really <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he was really saying some things about women being strong and then he was like I'd rather get a woman like this. But I'm like, well when you she said when you get a woman like this, you tell her what to do cuz she don't know what to do. So would you not want a strong woman who does XYZ, right? So now I'm bringing that to <laughs> She's like, "Yes." Whew. So question on the floor slash what would Jay Derek do slash let's close this out cuz she got a step, right? Um that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, you good. Um So what would Jay Derek do in a situation where there is a young lady who's come out of a program like this into the real world but they meet a guy like KC? <laughs> Or they, I don't give a damn, he'll be alright. Oh they meet God. a guy like Casey, <laughs> or they meet a guy like Gary. <laughs> this is Gary. Meter Man. This is, this this is his friend. <laughs> She's Fine. like, yes, call his name. Like, no, seriously. <laughs> like, what would you do? Because you have to think about men who are afraid of strong women like they're building. Okay. They're going to clash. Right. Mm-hmm. Either argumentative, physical altercation. Right. How do you tell a woman it's going to be okay? Or how do you tell a young lady in a situation where things are verbally abusive, who knows all the steps to do. They mm-hmm. have the self-image. They have the relationship qualities. They know how to lead. But then they meet a man who's, like, trying to overpower them. What do you tell that young lady and how to come out of that situation? Or and how then to it's open on? to the floor. Obviously. Yeah, then it's open to you guys after. Okay. <laughs> then you can say what you want. <laughs> um, no, we're putting you on the hot seat because they going, nah, bruh. <laughs> It's funny because Jade is not that guy. No. So for him to put, be put in the position of hundred meter man, it's it's a it's a yeah, big yeah, gap. Yeah. And Gary, Gary was a drug dealer, so. <laughs> So we just name dropping today, guys. Right, apparently. 2020. Don't, don't shut us down. Yeah, I was like, no, because she might feel some We could blank it out if you guys want. We can, we can take that. No problem. Um, the name. Oh, um, what would Jade do? Okay, so I feel like the thing I would tell her, like that a girl coming out of that, is remember what you were taught. Because you wouldn't have gotten in so deep with them. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think that's what it is. A lot of times we don't, you don't realize, like you forget the things you were taught because you got wooed and they, and this guy said the right things. But if you paid attention to the character he laid out, that wasn't what you were taught that you deserved. Yeah, right. or valued. So now, yeah, right. So now you put down pillow talk knowledge, wisdom, and was like, I see the potential. And I think that's a thing about girls, no disrespect, or if you see it like that, but girls are like such nurturers that they see mm-hmm. so much potential in someone or something and then don't know when it might be a time to just put that down because it's not for me. Right. Or he might be a good friend or he might just need to grow up and then maybe I'll find him five years from. But right now, you you don't compliment where, where I am. Mm-hmm. You don't compliment my maturity, my my level, my what I respect now, what, what I know for myself now, what I deserve now. And I would just tell her like, that. hey, that ain't it because you know better. When you know better, you do better. And we say that all the time, but we really don't utilize that. Like, I know better, so I, I'm doing better. You out. Like, you good. And respectfully. I think sometimes, and, and I say we get in deep, or females might get in deep, because once you're in deep, then, like, you kind of just, like, oh, okay, well, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got a child now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, slow down, because it wouldn't have been no child if we weren't moving so fast, because you don't know this man. And this man is not what you really want. You really just hope he get it together. Right. So, I mean. He just dropped some knowledge. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does that. Drop Mike. That's why, he, that's why, he's, that's why he's Jade. <laughs> and we do what would Jade do. Because <laughs> if it was what would I do, <laughs> sis. Snap that boy. <laughs> he left that pot. What would you do? He left that pot. truth about us as women and what we do in relationships um mm-hmm. we need to slow down we need to take a look at things mm-hmm. make sure that it's something that fits us right. and it's for us at this time of our lives and know when it's to it's good to say okay not right now not right now not you um not at this moment <laughs> not you. and maybe maybe if in due time like you said mm-hmm. you get this together you get that together mm-hmm. but and maybe we don't have to be so vocal about that as young women we could right. just sit sit back and just observe, observe pay attention and just say okay you know he's he's cool to hang out with and know that this is where my boundaries are right. to kick it with him right. and not involve myself and kick in, it with him you know and not so much <laughs> update a like relationship yes. you know yeah. and just yeah. just kick it that's it mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a strong woman. Yeah. It's a lot out there. Yeah. And the right. thing is, too, I think the men really don't know what they want. Because then they get a woman that's not strong. And then mm-hmm. they something to complain about. Well, to you be know? honest, I think they do. Some of them do know what they want. They mm-hmm. just don't know how to handle, handle. it. Handle it. Right. Um, and that's that's the big deal. That you. you. have, you, you know, you have somebody who is educated, <laughs> you know, very strong, you know, will, very strong-minded. Right. Very strong-minded independent. And, and independent. Yes. And, and, yeah, we do have a lot of young ladies who out here can take care of mm-hmm. everything. Right. Everything for themselves, mm-hmm. their family, and even mm-hmm. him. Right. But if, if, if you are the, the man that you want to be for your household, mm-hmm. then you just step, stay firm in right. who you are. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's part of the issue too is that some men don't know who they are um, and they know what they want but who are who am I and how am I going to stand in my position in in my household as a boyfriend you know or a lover or whatever the case may be a husband so that is important before you know most men get in a relationship Mm -hmm. with women they Mm -hmm. need to know who they are and identify what they want what they want yeah 
awesome. I think, and I'm I'm not trying to prolong or whatever. Like the conversation just got good, so y'all. Yeah. Like I'm like thinking I hear and I agree with everything, and I'm thinking on, on the in lieu of like um, you know how like I'm I'm here. I'm wondering if I'm agreeing with the when you mentioned like. So much, so much in my head. Um, like, do they know what they want? Do they know what they want? Because I feel like they know what they want, but then you don't say what you want. You say what she wants. Okay, but that goes to the fact of it's men him. don't know how to communicate okay. that. No, yeah. no, t- please teach me. Drop this nugget because it's like I hate when it's a relationship where it's like he's saying what you want and he's not telling you. I'm not trying to stay here. Mm. You get that in that maybe maybe shift to that type of scenario. Yeah, and you when see that a lot with your right, clients. right. Yeah. In shows and people and relationships and friends, like it's like he's saying what you want, but he's not saying, "Yeah, I really don't want to stay. Like I'm really here for a good time, not a long time." Shout out to Drake. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> but but my thing is, it might be a female that's really not trying to keep you either. She like you look good. He no, because I I, I don't know. We come that? from an era where that's like game. Like right. that's, that's that's what I need to say to say you right know, to and, what I need. Out of right. No, no. Though. But I'm so, saying I'm saying why I'm saying okay. Men say or usually say because you know you got to be men will usually say like oh I'm trying to like I could see us together and. But you're not trying to be with that female. Like I, it's like I'm not trying to defend her. I'm just really that's acknowledging. Game. That's, that's no, it game. is game. But why is there so much game? Why is no one really saying like, "Hey, I'm not trying to stay." So my my thing is like the way I'm seeing it is that you say you want to stay and build, and the female sees she that bites she bites that. right. Mm-hmm. So like I, I guess I don't know if I'm asking a question or, or just Which dating you something more secure in a man saying, "Listen, I'm just here for a good time." Right. Right. I was gonna say that. So. <laughs> That's the thing that that most men I I don't know I don't I don't know how to to say this in the proper manner but I'm just going to say <laughs> no, it, say it. it. that it, it, you know it that kind of differentiates between what a man is trying to do with just just having a good time and having game and right, right, right. stuff uh-huh. versus a, a man who's really legit like saying I do want to be in a relationship right. and that is up to the female is what, probably what you were about to say to determine is this game or is this for real? And that, no, but and I'm and I'm with that. I'm not trying to <laughs> rebut you at all. I'm really just saying it's crazy how if a guy just says what he wants, like I, if everyone just say what they want, I think would the other would, person be receptive? Think the world would be a, just a That's better thing, place. Would the other, would the would other, other person, person be receptive, be re- receptive of, it? of it? And I, it's all about perception too. An assumption. And some of these things that uh, us, us women, you know, know because mm-hmm. what if if we're of our generation teaching these younger girls, we might be thinking like, look, girl, you need to make sure that that's you know right, legit. That's like, <laughs> like legit, don't, right? Don't, don't just feed into it, you know, right? Mm-hmm. right. And, and so having that conversation with them sometimes it it you know. It, it kind of we don't know. Is yeah. it is mm-hmm. is your generation being for real about some of the Because right. I think they are. Some of them are. Some of those mm-hmm. young men say, Yes, all I want to do is just kick it with you. You know, I just wanna I wanna go to the movies and that's it. I don't mm-hmm. want to do nothing else. I don't right. want to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just wanna be friends with you, right? Yeah. And then there's the opposite. Right. There's the opposite of saying, you know, oh yeah, let's let's get in a relationship. Let's have a long term friendship right. and this and that and the third. But you know, in actuality, they're looking for sex or right. they're looking for. I think I'm just you know, trying to come time. against game, game 
It's like I, I'm I'm very honest. Like it, it's the times where it's like I'm not trying to keep nobody, and then it's the times where you let someone know like I see more. But that's and the I feel important like thing, if, like you're saying. Right. Like, to, I, just be honest. That's say like awareness. Want. Like but everyone, think, just say what's on your mind. I think what you're trying to get to too is that what's socially accepted. Yeah. Because not all women see men who are honest and truthful no. and, and sweet and right. this no. as the guy that they want. Right. You yeah. know, right. and that's the scary part. Because when you do get the guy who is giving you the emotion you need, and you're kind of like, I think don't know how to put that off. Exactly. And when you don't know how to receive it. Exactly. exactly. I think, so I then think it, gets, it pushes things. away the men, I think, too. Right. I think I that's, that's why the guys that act tough and, you know, are yes, being yeah. rude and think that's <laughs> right. And think that's, like, you know, the way to go about things. So I think it just depends on... You know, the person that's meant for you, I think once you yeah. find that person, it kind of just clicks and you work it out. But all that comes with time. Time, yeah. yeah. You and have it, to take your time. People just need to also be real. Like, I think that, I think everyone's on this facade thing, and and I guess I'm talking against gang. I, I, I just hate gang. <laughs> I, I, I hate people okay. not saying what's right. Like, because, you know, what I've kind of run into, like, I, I'm single, so they're in a relationship, but I've run into that, the like, Girls are so used to the guys that weren't good that said they would be good. Mm-hmm. So now the good guy, and I'm promised, like, I'm, 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 so trying to be, I'm trying to be like Christ. I promise, like on that, I, like, and He's then it's lying. like, but I don't know. And because I was raised by my mom and two aunts, and mm-hmm. I'm all like, I respect females to the highest, mm-hmm. and I know that when you've been hurt, and it's like, I don't know, I gotta. Like I trust you, I think. Like mm-hmm. it's like, and it, it, I run into that, and that's why I'm like, like everyone, if everyone just be truthful, because I feel like if there were guys who, if you're not trying to stay, I think there would be some girls who are like, okay, cool, well, I'm looking for something different, so we're on two different things, mm-hmm. or cool, like I'm feeling some type of way, and I, I like the way you look, you look good, you look like everyone's had that, you look good, I look good, okay, let's play. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm that's why I'm just like, be real. Yeah. <laughs> so that we don't have to decipher and then yeah. think and prolong time. And I mean, like, I think that comes with maturity. True. Um, I think I've just been tr- mature for 25 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just not into that. They're yeah. Just, no. They that, just want to play. Like you said, you look good, I look good, so let's play. Right. And that's that. But the older that you get, the more you start to see and right. what, mm-hmm. what matters. I'm going to go against you on that one. Oh. Because I, oh. I know a man. <laughs> I know a few men. 35... 28, 29. So, but it's not necessarily the older you get. It's just the more you're willing to experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I know, like he said, I know a 16-year-old that told me come to church. Mm -hmm. And I was 18, like, bro, God don't want me. (laughs) Like, but I go. And when I heard what he had, and I was like, dang, like, maybe this God do the right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or... You're like, listen, you can't be talking to girls like that in public. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Like, like they she's cool with that. Nah, bro. Trust me. Mm-hmm. So when you start talking to them different, for whatever reason, hurt by another girl, mm-hmm. mama wasn't, whatever, you still have to understand what your morals and values are. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from a 16-year-old. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, 28, and you still out here chasing 22-year-olds, and then you wonder why... Ain't no food on the table. But I don't think maturity and age is two different things. But that's what I'm saying. That's That's what I'm getting to. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are, just the experiences that you've had that led you. Led you to what you know now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's it's so. like real, realization and acknowledgement. Like, mm-hmm. and it's so funny you you keep going back in the past, and I had to think about I when I was sixteen talking to him because I was a sophomore, he was a senior, and I'm I'm I've always been raised like church and God, and like so be that man. And then he was, please tell the story. Go ahead with the iPod. Yes. <laughs> How they first Oh, met. you were trying. He wasn't going to so talk cool. about it. I really wasn't oh, going really to hash all of that. It's so cute. That. I'm just like, Shit. aww. He gave me an iPod. And it, it, I never had, like, it was the iPod touch. And I kind of was like, dang. Like, I don't know. I appreciated it. I never had, like, a big brother. I just appreciated the attention. Mm-hmm. Long story short. Anyway, but I was, I've been, I was a 16-year-old preacher. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, like, meeting people. I'm kind of, like, come see because I know my stuff or whatever. And, like, he came and, but... My point is the things I was molding him to do, I was still doing. Mm-hmm. So the like he was pretty boy swag and like I bleeding <laughs> like hoes and everybody's like you give me bow before it and I'm kind of like that's the one I want to change and let me see if I can. So I appreciate that it's done so much in it, but it took him being interested. Mm-hmm. And we talk about like you gotta want more, right. you gotta want to get out of that box, mm-hmm. like and, and it's out there to like if you change what you um what you. What you see, like you can live in a certain spot, but change your your viewpoint and just, and it's also who you're around. Yeah. When you're around so many people who, right, and and it has a great influence on you, and then you all have to dig so much of the negative that has already been implanted. So, and that's just our twenty (laughs) twenty, like twenty twenty, like Alex was saying before, is change your algorithm. Right. Because once you start looking at what Condoleezza Rice was doing at 28, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When you start looking at what Eric Thomas was doing at 30, mm-hmm. with Tony Robbins, Tony Evans, like if you get, you can still listen to the baby and then turn around and listen to uh, Kurt Franklin. Right. Right. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Or you could still, <laughs> right. <laughs> you could still know like the, the Todd Delaney songs, quote scripture, and then turn around and yeah. know uh, Meg Thee Stallion songs. Like, it's yeah. fine. I think mm-hmm. the big change is going to be when that's socially accepted. I think right. that's what it is, especially for the kids. They don't see it like that. Because mm-hmm. right. I didn't see it like I'll that. I'll have conversations with some of my students, and they're like, they are woke, and they do get it, but mm-hmm. they're afraid to act the way they know right. because of the people yeah. around them. Right. Right. So I think when that, when, when that mindset becomes socially accepted, we'll see that mm-hmm. big change. change. Right. Right. But then we Overall. always tell them, like, yo, like, once a week, like, because... Y'all always want to go to the same spots where you know somebody just got shot. Right. Like, yo, once a week, behavior. go to the part of the beach where it's only white people. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, everybody want to go between 8th and 10th. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everybody want to go to South Beach, 8th and 10th. Go to 36th on the beach mm-hmm. and see how everybody just chilling with their families. Mm-hmm. Or how you see, like, a couple walking down. Like, the coolest thing we did um, for, well, the coolest thing I did for her birthday, I, I Whatever. So I took her to, <laughs> I took her to uh, like Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens mm-hmm. area, and there was this beach that I drove to one day, like when like my uncle had passed. So I was just trying to like get my mind clear, mm-hmm. and I stumbled on this beach and I took her to it for her birthday, and the lifeguard was just like, "Do whatever you guys want," and it's not one of those lifeguards where the police are coming and mm-hmm. not like we had food on the beach. We had like a little picnic in the sand and we just relaxed for like two and it's hours. Quiet and no one's like. And you're looking at all these white people reading books. So I'm like, dang, now I, now I know I can come to the beach and read books and not just have chicken and salad and, and wine. Right. But it was just one of those things where I know that I can do something different on the beach now. Yeah. 
Like and I, no one's gonna say anything. And nobody's gonna like. Because if you like, go to South Beach, everyone's yeah. at bikini partying, drinking. Right. If you go out there with a book, I promise you, someone's gonna say something to you. Like, like you know you what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you want your environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Your environment. And as you get older, or as you start to see that what your friends aren't like, what they're doing isn't cool anymore. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like outsource. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to outsource. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go to your counselor and be like. So what school did y'all go to? Yeah. Was it like this when y'all was in school? Mm-hmm. What college did y'all go to? Like, my big thing now is, like, getting my kids on game with college. Mm-hmm. I'm so like, yo, when I went to college, I almost flunked out. <laughs> right. But I learned from almost flunking out. Right. And I let them know, like, yo, go to college, yeah. but don't go to college in your hood. Don't go to Miami-Dade. No offense don't. against Miami-Dade. Don't. No, that is the biggest issue. Don't go to FIU. every day. Yep. I put my kids on HBCUs because yeah. nobody put me this on. Year. So, this like, year. a part of what we do at our current full-time job um, at Somerset is a big deal of, like, promoting college. Right. And so, um, since we started working there, we've done these annual college tours. Mm-hmm. And so, this past year... <laughs> We I were just like, um, let's do some HBCUs. <laughs> and so I have my thing about some HBCUs, but it is never to, I guess, belittle none of them, right. okay? Um, no, I didn't have that experience, but I did go out and mm-hmm. experience the homecomings, and I know right. and I appreciate that from my culture. For sure. Mm-hmm. So we've exposed, majority of our students at this school are uh, Hispanic. Um, and a few blacks. So mm-hmm. what we did is we took we took them out to a, a whole week long college tour, and in, inside of this college tour, we saw about like four or five HBCUs. That's, that's awesome. awesome. And that's we went so all the way to the state of Georgia, and mm-hmm. it was we saw Albany State, and they were so oh, amazed for Albany State, state University. Love that's was amazing. Too. Beautiful, beautiful campus. <sighs> and so a lot of about five, four of them got accepted to the university mm-hmm. and are really considering going. Wow, that's um, great. So it's just things like that that yeah. keeps them, you know, in the in the the mindset of just moving forward mm-hmm. and trying to go to college because the biggest thing is is that they're afraid to leave, leave right. Miami, right? Yeah, right. Homestead, even. right? Yeah, they mama and daddy. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, and and I just tell them like, look, you're never going to be more. If than you anything stay. you are, if you stay where you're at, right. this will be here. Unfortunately, right. it will be here. When you come exactly. back, you can come right back, back to the same thing. Right. Same, same people, doing people the same under things. the same tree, so right. talking about the same. College is like one of the best reasons because I feel like I fear that the environmental change is not accessible to everybody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. once you kind of get stuck and financially don't have it to be able to see outside of your means. Mm-hmm you get stuck. So yes. college is that one opportunity like, okay, I can right. get a scholarship, I can do this, Survival I can get skills. grants, I can get Seriously. funds, you know what right. I'm saying? That's what it is, right. Survival So skills. I can get out and have that opportunity. Yeah, so once that passes, skills. I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that one thing that we can, you know, promise that once you get out of the environment because what are the means that you're going to yeah. have to get out? I mean, I, I, I always tell them like, yeah, like, my biggest regret was not going to HBCU mm-hmm. just because I went to a school that was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Then I went to another school that was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Then I went to a high school that was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. So all I knew was white people and then the black people who kind of followed in like mm-hmm. that same whatever. But when you go to an HBCU and you see everybody that looks like you yeah. or a shade of you mm-hmm. who's trying to get to the same location mm-hmm. as you, 
And then, yeah. It's beautiful. It's so amazing. It's beautiful. To be as successful as I was at the No, 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 no. I felt the same way. I looked down on fam. I'm like, you going to no fam, you? But I wasn't looking down in a sense. I just knew myself. Right. I knew that if I went to fam or Hookman or any of these HBCUs, that I would have been distracted. Okay. Distracted. And so I had other people. And even though I went to University of Central Florida, and I did gravitate to the black community at UCF mm-hmm. because there was a large black uh, right. community of students at mm-hmm. UCF. I, I had a good time there, and I did experience other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I just felt like if it was a lot of people that looked like me, mm-hmm. I'd be a lot more distracted. Right. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. That's okay. That's, that's okay. understanding that's yourself. Right. Right. That's, right. Exactly that's knowing, knowing yourself. who you are. Right. It's same story, Lord but knows. I decided to leave and go to New York. <laughs> I'm okay. like, I don't want to be LIU. I was at LIU. It wasn't my dream school, but it was one of those schools that I wanted to go experience just because New York is New York. New York is right. Like, the like there's this need the people. It's you so can survive, diverse. You got it. It's not like Miami. Mm-hmm. My whole thing was I needed to get out of Miami, and then I ended up going to a school mm-hmm. right in the middle of <laughs> yeah. right Cuba town. <laughs> so it was just like if I <laughs> it, we, we were we were dressed. It's all right. <laughs> so if if we if I would have had an opportunity, or if I would have just taken that leap of faith mm-hmm, to go to a LIU, to mm-hmm. go to uh, NC State, I mean not mm-hmm. NC State, uh, NCCU, mm-hmm. like even Bethune or even FAM, like just mm-hmm. yo, go experience that culture. Right. And if it don't work, leave. Come back home, mm-hmm. right? And, and then start over. Was. Like I was like, nah, like it ain't gonna work out. So yeah, just that's where I was. Yeah, something where I, yeah. It's just all it's about a, knowledge. Yeah. It's all about knowledge and just yeah. pushing down. Yeah. But you learn that when you go. get out. Right. When you're able to leave yeah. Homestead and leave and who I was in Peron. They, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be applying to none of these universities for if sure. we didn't take for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Yeah, they're like, what? Exposure, University of North right. Florida? What is that? Where is it? Right. 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 <laughs> a lot of them don't there, leave you know? Homestead. They stay so, in Homestead. Yeah. All they know is And then they learn that Jacksonville yeah. is yeah. just like right. Miami. So. Yeah. Exactly. Jacksonville. Two of our babies are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Good. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. We plug yourself. Wait. Plug yourself again. Yeah, true, true, true. Do y'all thing. Pillow talks. Go. Well, we do want to make an announcement that we there have we a go. community. That's what I'm talking about. Up. Come out. Come support. Okay. We will be in Homestead, Florida City area, um, at St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church in the open fields, doing a community health fair. We are calling it a big block party. We got nonprofit organizations and for-profit organizations coming out, tabling um, and telling uh, the community about their resources. We'll be there on March the 7th um, from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Just having a good time, fellowshipping with people and uh, for the community to know what's going on Mm -hmm. in their community. And it's free. Completely um, free. <laughs> so come free. out. Yeah. Family houses. friendly. Bounce houses. Cotton candy machine. Popcorn. Um, they, there'll be food trucks out there selling food. We're um, doing health screenings. Health screenings. Uh, Baptist will be there. Nice. CHI will be there. Nice. Um, and the blood drive will the be out there. The blood drive will be there. So please come out and support. That is March the 7th um, from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Good. in Homestead at St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. And if they want to contact you to get into the program, do you have a number, email? So we have an email. There you um, go. Don't call which after is, eight. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> we really 
each other mods very well. Um, which is pillowtalks2019 at gmail.com. Again, it's pillowtalks with an S at the end. Um, 2019 at gmail.com. P I L L O W T A L K S 2019 at gmail.com. Thank you. That's me. You want to bring that on Instagram too? Pillow.talks2019. That's Instagram for you. There you go. Um, so they can reach us. Yeah, email or Instagram, and we usually respond quickly. We're right. very quick. Yeah, so no process. We want to thank y'all because, like, we think what y'all are doing is so powerful. Thank, thank you, thank you. It was lovely meeting you all that it day. Was. It was God's <laughs> blessing. It is yeah. nothing but God. So okay, see, love yeah, being other God to people. <laughs> yes, we have to yes. keep it in yes. perspective. Like Seriously. he is in control, and he definitely knows how to move us yes, he does. in a way that he needs us mm-hmm. to 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 put out his word. So good. That's what's I love up. it. I love it. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, we will be, if we may, attending the the community health fair with you Yay! guys. Yay! <laughs> uh, March. We 7th. were hoping you said that. <laughs> we will be out there. We will definitely be uh, showing our support and and obviously um, just kind of putting our put, putting us out there as well as another mm-hmm. you know uh, young business just trying to like. Show people there's another way, you know. Better we definitely the community. better the community, mm-hmm. uh, educate and just grow, mm-hmm. you know, grow maturing adults in counseling, in health, in learning how to swim. Because a lot of us yeah. don't know yes. how to swim, yeah. especially for the summer. Yeah. Right, yeah. I can't swim Please. to save my life. I told you this. It's coming out. Yes, we will have our flyers and <laughs> cards ready. Yes. So yes. we'll make sure we have that. Um, this has been another edition of Alive today. If you want to get in contact with us. Um, follow us at Alive Elite, A-L-I-V-E underscore E-L-I-T-E, or you can reach us at A-L-I-V-E, E-L-I-T-E dot C-O-M. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Alive Today, A-L-I-V-E-T-O-D-A-Y on all podcast platforms. Yo. We out. We out. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yay.